Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to The Going In Raw. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, we're talking AEW Rampage. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But really quick, I want to say uh, if you're interested in Going In Raw in this show in the audio realm, ad free uh all the ads that we uh, either uh, do ourselves or the commercials that run in front of the shows here on the podcast app uh you can get it ad free it's super sorry going in raw dot supercast.tech and if you like some bo- if you want some bonus episodes of going in raw you can get that at patreon.com forward slash steven larson five dollars a month gets you bonus episodes in video and audio if you want to import your rss feed to your favorite podcast app uh and uh, that's five dollars a month and all that is ad-free as well. So you can check that out. Uh, it's good stuff. This week in bonus land, in our bonus episodes, we did the numbers don't lie on The Undertaker. He had really high scores for obvious reasons. And uh, and then earlier in the week, we took a look at winners and losers of the WWE Draft 2021. Correct. And just uh, today, uh, for those who enjoy our video bonus content, we played some Grand Theft Auto Five online oh, with friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Good yeah, it was fun. fun stuff. That's always Great a lot fun. of fun. Great fun. Uh, let's talk about AEW Rampage. You yes. know, just to just a preface, uh, a prelude here, if you will. 
last week uh, when you were off on vacation in the wine country, the enforcer and I were talking about is uh, is Rampage headed towards WCW Thunder territory. And uh, we sort of came to the conclusion that chances are it'll be kind of an up and down situation where this week there was some look. I mean, can anybody argue in 2021 against any CM Punk match? You know, like t- especially 10, 20 years from now, when Daniel Garcia is this huge star, uh, is you can be able to go back. Hey, he had a match against CM Punk ages ago, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, between that, they finally blew off the feud between Starks and Cage, uh, which was kind of just a, a, a low rent feud. Um, but I so I feel like this week was a bit better than last week's. Uh, and you know, we'll probably get some that are live go homes to pay-per-views. Yep. Those will be like big deals. I believe next week's is live because they're doing it back to back in Miami rampage Friday night and Saturday night's dynamite. Oh, okay. There you go. So, okay. Like, the thing with rampage, it feels like to me is they're in a bit of a catch 22. So I think they w- probably want it to be essential viewing on par with dynamite. That being said, when you're in an awful time sl- slot, 10 PM. Um, on a Friday night, like I, barring special circumstances, like we saw with Punk's debut at First Dance, ratings aren't going to be what they are on Dynamite. Um, and so you kind of have to say, all right, are we going to have a huge story beat happen on Rampage? Are we going to have some serious development happening on Rampage when 600,000, five or 600,000 people are going to watch it? We're going to have to recap it on Dynamite anyways. You know, and I wonder if this from a creative standpoint, it's like, okay, until we get either a better time slot or find a way to consistently get the numbers higher, it just doesn't make sense for them in a lot of respects to put a bunch of important creative moments going on. Like the matches are generally pretty good. I thought Punk might have had his best match since his return tonight against Daniel Garcia. They yeah, told the story. Yeah, it was, it was really, really good. good. I mean, the outcome was never really in doubt. That being said, though, it was a well-put-together match. And it was wildly entertaining, and I thought it, I thought it was Punk's best performance so far. Um, you know, but at, at the same time, I, I just I just feel like they're in a situation where they maybe they can't invest everything they might want to. This is speculation. You know, obviously, I have no inside information. Invest as much as they maybe really want to into Rampage because the time slot is so bad, and because of that, viewership is probably capped to a certain extent. Of course, barring certain you know special events, um, that you know I, I, I don't don't know if, if they can maybe make it all maybe they maybe really want it to be. I think you can. I, I I don't know. I think you can definitely consider. I mean, the the problem is all this stuff would have been fine on Dynamite. Yeah, and I think that's what Rampage is. Just sort of another hour of Dynamite level stuff. It's just the big like the main event of the week is going to be the main event of Dynamite. Exactly. And uh, and so that comes basically at the top of the third or at the uh, at the, you know, the end of the second hour, basically. Yeah. Um, And then you get an additional uh, overrun uh, or you get you get an hour more on Friday nights um, where they probably generally won't have giant story beats unless, you know, maybe if it's live or if they're, you know, they build it up as a special episode. They're very good. Tony Khan's very good at just promoting, just promoting his show. He's really good at it. Um, And so uh, so tonight. It was it was a fine episode. I think maybe one you know one thing that we can really it's always here's the thing. This is the reason why I bring it up in the first place. It's always good to find something meaty to talk about when we're reviewing it yeah. from the jump. 
this week, what stood out to me was this uh, uh, world title eliminator match that was announced for full gear. So, yeah. So, okay. I, 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 I was didn't exactly see the graphic in full. Um, let me see if I can find the exact verbiage that was on it. Because usually when they, I, I see world title eliminator, I think tournament. You know, because they've done that before. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, they're going to have a tournament. Yeah. And the, I, mean, yeah. I, I saw the, the card briefly. Like, oh, they're having a tournament, and the winner gets the world title shot at full gear. And I was like, that doesn't make I think any it's, sense. Let's see here. Uh, a, okay, so Dynamite, AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament bracket announcement. So the bracket's going to be announced on Dynamite. So it is a tournament. It is a tournament. Confirmed that. Yes. Uh, okay, here we go. Here's the graphic. Uh, so full gear. I would think. I would think that this would just mean that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay, yeah, this final set to take place at full gear. Okay, is so that we'll final for the title? I mean, it's world title tournament. No, it's for the number one contender. Eliminator means number one contender. That's their championship contender match. Yes, yeah, eliminator match. Okay, championship. Well, there you go. So by the end of that, I mean, look, I, I think it'd be kind of cool. We both kind of feel like Hangman Page is going to cash in his giant poker chip yeah. at full gear. Kenny Omega maybe loses there. What if earlier in the night Adam Cole wins and we get some sort of huge story beat where if Kenny loses, Adam Cole's waiting in the wings to super kick his ass out of the elite mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and, and take the top spot. Now he's number one contender. That that seems to write itself. That's a story beat that writes itself. It could be. It could be. Yeah. So yeah. Adam Cole's your early pick to win that. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Lock it in. It's my completely my prediction right now. All confidence lock points. It in. All confidence points. All. All. Yeah. No. 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 I made not- it up. I made it up. You made it up. I was wrong. You're wrong. Um, Never happened. So, uh, so yeah, we got that settled. That's good. What else stood out to you tonight? Um, like I mentioned, I think I think the, the the best match on the card was was Punk versus Daniel Garcia. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I know Daniel Garcia is uh, is is rising up the ranks, not the power rankings. He hasn't won a ton of matches, at least on Dynamite or Rampage. But he's being put in prominent positions, main event matches, whether they actually main event or not, um, and he's delivering. Um, you know, and and. I, 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 Garcia is known for his technical prowess in the ring, and uh, he was working over Phil's knee. In the end, though, it was Phil who got the win with not the GTS, but the Anaconda device. Yeah. Fleshing out Punk's story of him, you know, getting back in the ring, getting the ring rust off, getting Learning back. to wrestle. Yes, yeah. getting back uh, to being the best in the world. So mm-hmm. um, I, I thought that was a pretty solid bout. It's like when Jordan came back and played for the Wizards. Kind of. I don't think he ever led the league in scoring when when he was on the Wizards, though. No, yeah. I mean, it's impressive, though. He still averaged like 20 a game. Yeah, it was like 20-something a game, yeah. Made a couple all-star teams. Yeah. Um, So, anyways, let's just go ahead and jump into this. Let's get into it. So, uh, the show opened up with... uh, This was shocking. This was Yeah, we got got two Mark Henry interviews to open the show. This time interviewing uh, Daniel Garcia 2.0 and CM Punk. Split screen, of course. I'll be honest with you. You got four matches on a show. Give me four Mark Henry split screen interviews. I want to know what's going on through in their heads before the match every time. And more importantly, I want to say, I want to hear him say, enough of the talking. 
time for let's the second go, match of the card. Let's go, yeah, exactly. Let's go to the ring again. It's time for the third match. Time for our main event. Now it's time for the main event. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So uh, 2.0, of course, is with Daniel Garcia. They're saying that Punk, seven years ago, took his ball and went home. He quit because the world stopped revolving around him. And then Garcia adds that, uh, you know, Punk, if you were in my position years ago, you would have done the same thing I did, attacked, you know, uh, Daniel Garcia. Uh, he says, the CM Punk love fest ends tonight. Uh, Punk says, uh, I didn't come back to the world of wrestling. The world of wrestling came back to me. And a 23-year-old Punk wouldn't be hanging out with nast- the Nasty Boys' little brothers. Ooh. It's because uh, 2.0 has the vest with, like, the Jackson Pollock paint yeah, splatter the, all the over splatter. it. splatter. Anyways, yeah. he says he's going to beat Garcia tonight, so now he's what's going to know what's going to be like to take a beating. And that was a match that opened the show, and Phil was back at the pants. So it seems like he's going to alternate now. Yeah. Pants, trunks, pants, trunks, trunks, pants. Maybe let's go pants, back to the trunks. basketball shorts at some point, too. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something else? That was great. That'd be great. Um, yeah, I like this man because you know Garcia, obviously, Matt, base technician, submission yeah. specialist, and so Punk trying to beat him at his own game. You know, maybe calling out Garcia to help him sharpen up his own game. Exactly. Tap him out with the like you said the, the anaconda, anaconda device. But Garcia was working over Phil's knee something throughout this yeah. match. Bill part of this match, he was destroying Phil's knee, mm-hmm. absolutely destroying it. Wasn't enough though. Uh, yeah, uh, we got a uh, it was a Pepsi twist. For a two, he's calling for the GTS. Garcia reverses to a sharpshooter. Punk gets the ropes, and then Garcia tries to pull Punk back in the middle of the ring to put it back on. Uh, Punk boots off Garcia, sends Garcia into the lead, who was on the apron. And then Parker gets on the apron on the other side. Punk sends Garcia into him, hits a splash off the top rope to all of them on the floor, and then springboard clothesline for Punk. Pile driver, Anaconda Vice, Garcia taps. We even got to find out what Punk's next match is going to be. Next, we did Leo Rush, LBO Leo with uh, uh, Dante Martin looking as comfy as ever with uh, some black sweat 
pants and a sweatshirt, mm-hmm. and Matt Seidel, his best friend. And uh, Matt said, hey, uh, so th- there was an interview with them, and Leo's talking about you know his investments or whatever, and Matt's like, hey, enough of that from you. He's like, you're nothing more than a junk bond salesman. And Leo's like, what? That's no, I'm no. And he says, what I have with Dante here is real. And what I have to sell is real. And Seidel is the one in the group who needs to prove his value. And says, uh, uh, he says, how about this? I'll get you a match against CM Punk next week. And Seidel's like, whoa, wait, really? That's cool. And he's like, I'm going to show you that I'm the kind. Like all of a sudden he's trying to sell himself to He LBL said he Leo. transcends money. That's not no. That's not true. He said that, but you know what? He's wrong. He made it up. Uh, <laughs> he made it up. Okay, so just time out real quick. Every Thursday on the Going in Raw Smash Zone on Twitch, we watch Beyond Belief Fact or Fiction, and we have taken quite a liking to Commander Riker. Yeah. Uh, whenever something is fiction, saying, "Did you think the story of the flower who saw a ghost was real?" You made it up. You're wrong. You're wrong. Made it up. Fiction. So you're going to hear that in the show. You're going to hear that a jokes. lot. A lot. You got to make sure you're tuning in to the Twitch on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Yep. 8, p.m. Pacific, yep. uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, after that, we had the Acclaimed versus the Lucha Brothers for the AEW. Oh, I think they said that match is going to be with Punk's going to be on Rampage next, next week. Next week, yes. They did advertise yeah. that, yes. So the Acclaimed versus Lucha Brothers for the tag titles. Uh, Max Caster uh, had a couple clever lines. Family friendly still, but clever lines in his uh, uh, freestyle going down to the ring. Yeah, so he made fun of Ben Simmons, the Ben uh-huh. Simmons stuff. Uh huh. He referenced uh, Arn Anderson uh, pulling yeah. out the Glock. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, was it gritty? Mm-hmm. Their mascot, Flyers mascot. Yeah, in Philly. Yeah. Kind of the big three references he made. They're very, you know, non-offensive, non-aggressive, mm-hmm. very, very tame stuff. Oh, man. I, I was telling you during the show, man, it always cracks me up because like second match on a taped episode of Rampage is exactly where a tag team title match goes. If the tag team that's challenging the champions racked up win after win after win on dark and elevation and the gun club is going to be no different. They're going to be getting some like maybe dynamite. I mean, I kind of feel like if you're a. Hey, Here's a good question. If you're the gun club and your wins have been on dark and elevation, wouldn't you request the tag title match then be on darker elevation? Because all these teams, your home turf. the Pilt, the uh, varsity blondes, all these teams that are getting these wins on dark and elevation, racking up them, the wins, they always come to TV and put on a chump show because like, yeah, the acclaim got some shit in here, but this was by and large, Lucha Brothers it didn't the feel, entire way. It didn't way. feel terribly competitive. There is a it stretch in the not. middle where Pentagon got uh, isolated for a little bit, but once Phoenix comes in, they pretty much clean house. Uh, Man, you rack up like 20 wins on Dark and Elevation. It's like channel points. Like You rack up all these channel points throughout like three weeks or whatever, and then you just waste it on horses. Again, Unsolved Mysteries on Twitch Saturday nights. It's a lot going 9 on here and our family of, 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 of channels. Our programming, yes, schedule exactly, is quite vast. Exactly. So the finish of this tag title match, these Bowens hits the slam. Caster is going up top. You think for the elbow, uh, Penta pushes Caster off the top rope to the floor, and the Lucha Brothers hit their finish to get the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we got uh, Jade Cargill versus Blue Sky. This match was very short. In fact, uh, Jade's promo before the match was almost as long as the match. 
She just yeah. Says what is this? SmackDown? Uh, Blue Sky is a TBS Championship material. She's going to show her why tonight, and then she pretty quickly beat uh, Blue Sky with a glam slam. Afterwards, uh, starts beating up uh, uh, Blue Sky uh, after the bell, and then Thunder Rosa comes down to the ring with a chair, and uh, Jade, uh, Jade runs off. So I think it's been confirmed that the TBS tournament final is going to be the first episode of the TBS whatever. Oh, it's Sky Dynamite. Blue. I had her name backwards. My apologies. Sky Blue, not Blue, blue Sky. Sky's blue. wrestling for me. Yeah, so Jade Cargill moves on in the Queen's uh, Queen's Crown tournament there on SmackDown in this yes. one-minute-long match. Yes, it was very along short. Along with the other one-minute-long matches on SmackDown. It was very short. Yeah. Uh, that, that, we got a uh, the Brian Cage, Ricky Stark split-screen interview with Mark Henry. Uh, Ricky Stark says there's, there's like a vast difference between him and Cage. He's going to whoop Cage's ass tonight. And Cage says it's been a long time. That's a factual statement. Uh, Ricky's <laughs> proven nothing. <laughs> Yeah, that was real. Based on a real event. He said, tonight Ricky's going to find out firsthand who's better than Cage. No one. And that was our main event, Philly Street Fight. Brian Cage versus absolute Ricky Starks. Fun enough match. No blue jeans. No one's wearing jeans. Didn't really feel like a street fight. but It was more like, you know, a weapons match or something like that. It felt more like a no DQ match. I mean, look, my the only thing the only thing is, well, I guess was that a parking lot brawl? The uh, the best yeah, friends versus yeah. okay, that wasn't I a street so. fight. All right, I mean, in Impact, they had of course the street fight where uh, I think they took a sock of quarters to Conan's head. Yeah. LAX Santana Ortiz did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like that was like a literal like they went out to the streets. It wasn't just outside. It was like in a neighborhood somewhere. It was great. Impact's awesome. Um, but yeah, this is in the middle of the ring and everybody's wearing their ring gear instead of jeans. Yeah. Which is odd because AEW usually loves those sort of silly tropes in wrestling, you know? Mm. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so this kind of became an overbooked mess when it looked like Ricky Starks, uh, was, uh, was about to be put away. Yeah. With by drill claw. Yeah. Brian Cage with drill claw Taz on commentary. Send hop, send hook, come down, come down, get out there, get out there. So Hook comes running down. Uh, he uh, has the title. He swings that at Cage. Cage ducks, drops Hook. Hobbs comes in next. Cage super kicks him. Uh, Starks hits Cage with a title, though, and then follows with a spear and gets a two. Yeah, and then afterwards, uh, Starks, uh, not before, uh, pulling his uh, little razor blade out of his, his tape on his wrist. Oh, dude, it was like the camera was right there, and he was like, Ladies and gentlemen, this is how I proceed. Yeah. He takes out the razor. And I was like, what is he? I was like, oh, what has he got right there? And you thinking to myself the whole time, that's where you keep the razor. Yeah. <laughs> My head actually went to, is he going to, because it was so on TV. It was so blatant. I was like, is he going to cut Brian? <laughs> is he getting this thing out? Like, hey, I have this thing hidden. I'm going to cut this guy it's up like, now. hey, you thought that Nick Cage, Chris Jericho match was bloody. <laughs> Right, but no. So yeah, he went. He went sending. He went in the chair, and then the camera goes to Cage for like a good thirty seconds, and then you know all starts starts up in blood. <laughs> um, so then, uh, so uh, Starks is busted open. Cage hits a disc- discus lariat, covers. Hobbs pulls Cage off the pin, uh, and then Hobbs uh, eats a kick from Cage. Cage is looking to superplex Hobbs into the ring. Uh, instead, that allows Hook to come in. Hit Cage with a low blow. Uh, Starks follows with his finish to get the win. 
Oh no, look at this. So so who is this in chat mentioned Tony Khan's tweet. So uh next week, SmackDown is a super SmackDown with Brock Lesnar on FS1. Yeah. And it's gonna go a half hour oh, later than usual. Overrun. Tony Khan tweeted this out two minutes ago. I saw you're doing a half hour head to head with us. I can't wait to finally beat your main show head to head. It's been a long time coming. See you next Friday for a Rampage you know, on AWTNT. Since SmackDown is on FS1, Rampage has a decent shot of getting pretty close because those yeah, SmackDowns on FS1 do not do well. They shit the bed. They do not do well. This That's is going to be go home for uh, for Crown Royal too. Because they're, they're dude, they got Becky versus Sasha and Brock Lesnar on that, so they're like really. I was like, what the f- Brock is going to be on FS1? Yeah, is it going to be like a video package of his greatest hits or something? I think yeah, he's actually yeah, going to be there. So uh, yeah, that'll be fun. Yes, you want to answer a few questions? Yeah, let's answer some questions. I have a. I should probably follow Tony Khan on Twitter. Oh yeah, specificity is dead. Says finals. The term is at full gear, like Kenny and Paige last year. That's 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 cool. That's cool. The, the the symmetrical storytelling there potentially. Yeah, that's good stuff. That could be good. That could be good. Uh Dan Daniels says having matches on Dynamite or Rampage is like playing a game on NBC, ABC, TNT, and ESPN while having a match on Dark and Elevation is like a play a game like on the local a, on... a playing game, a local uh channel regional affiliate. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like when the Kings are on TNT or they're on Comcast. Yeah. Mondo yes. Volgare says, who should be the first one to give CM Punk a loss in IW? Probably MJF. MJF. Ugh. I'm going to say uh, Matt Seidel next week on Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> Gloria Steve Clay should be LBO Leo. Well, I'll say, I'll say MJF or Adam Cole. Uh, yeah, those are both good answers. MJF is a good answer. Uh, Steve Klein, uh, what essentials would the Steven Larson Express have as you travel from town to town promoting going in raw? Uh, separate living quarters. quarters. Yes, we absolutely need to have separate quarters. Yes, separate bathrooms, especially separate bathrooms, separate quarters, like a good deal of space between the two. Yes, like me at one side half of the bus or one side of the bus and Steve at the exact opposite end. Right, exactly. Yeah. And we schedule time that we're going to the main cabin to go like get food or something so we don't ever run into each other. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And then there would be like a like a like a uh, uh, community like living room like a big screen in N64 like uh-huh. a PS5 or whatever. or we would we would convene to play like some WCW versus NWO World Tour until we yeah. get mad at each other and which is inevitable very quickly and then we retire to our separate quarters yeah and then like maybe we'll try it again in a week yeah and then we'll just it'll all fall apart Cali Jester yeah two no you know what two buses that makes more sense <laughs> two buses can you do like a double wide bus <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, it'd be like you know when they when they when they drive uh, mobile homes. There you go. Around like you just driving on the freeway, you see a goddamn home, oversized load, oversized load. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like a house driving. There you go. Good. Uh, Callie Jester, who would you put in the Eliminator tournament? So let's say there's eight competitors in this tournament. So you have Adam Cole, you got Brian Danielson, Andrade, Pack, 
Box. Kingston. Six. Jungle uh, Boy. Jungle Boy. Powerhouse Hops. That's good. That's it's all good stuff. You know they should do the elite should like like stack the deck. It'd be like Adam Cole, Nick Jackson, Matt Jackson, Cutler, Cutler, Nakazawa, Callus. Yes. Yeah. Why not Carl Anderson? Cal- yeah, Callus. Oh yeah, of course Gallows and Anderson. Gallows and Anderson are in there. Yeah, and then it's like Carl Anderson. But there's also an entry for uh, Sour, Sour Boy. Boy. Sour Boy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Nat says Steve in one town, Larson in another. Yeah, we'll just we'll split the territories. There you go. Uh, Gregory Fiella, who's your favorite manager in AEW right now? It's Taz. Ooh, but Arn's up there. Arn yeah, is Arn's getting kind of crazy too. Arn's pretty good. There's a lot Callus, of like Callus is good too. Sting is good. Jake is good. Yeah. It's a lot of damn, good I saw you on Eliminate. <laughs> Why didn't you give that Nick a DDT? I didn't know that everybody dies back then. I was I was I was reciting poetry. <laughs> I was trying a different approach with poetry. Uh, Muted Mayday. Who would make the best Bond villain in AEW? I guess the easy answer is MJF. Yeah, it's totally MJF. But I'm trying to think of somebody else. Oh, oh, well. Taz. Taz is a good one. I was not like a Bond villain because this is too cool for Bond. But Penta. Oh, in like yeah. a suit. That would be really be cool. Like, I'd cool. like to see that, but I don't think they get that clever with Bond. That'd be super like, cool. with Bond, it's pretty drab. Yeah. Oh, Miro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Miro's good. It's Miro. Miro's good. It's Miro. Miro. I'm not going to call Miro drab. He'd be in one of the better Bond movies. Yes. Uh, Flash Rain 24. Who do you want to win the Eliminator Tournament if Paige wins the title or if Omega retains? So, by some chance, Kenny retains, mm-hmm. defeats Hangman Page for the AEW championship. The right answer for either is Adam Cole. It's always Adam Cole. It's still Adam Cole because they're going to hatch this plan and, oh, you could just lay down for me. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And then it doesn't do that. Oh, this is a great question. Hero Long Heavy. So this is terrific. I think on the 13th, they're going to unveil the actual artwork. And then on the 15th. On the fifteenth, I think Lauren Moran's doing the art for it. So Church of Joshi is. Did you see? Did a, you see the the latest shirt, the China one? Um, I did. It's uh, dude. I used to have that issue of Wonder Woman too. Really? It was a George Perez shout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I love I, I it had, so much. I had to get it. I got that one. It was great. Oh, it was good. Great shirt. That's awesome. It's fantastic. So Church of Joshi has a collab with Sue Young. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to seeing what this thing looks like. I think they're going to unveil the actual artwork on the 13th, and then it's going to be open for sales on the 15th. That sounds right. Um, and uh, and but the question is, what wrestler would be a fitting collaboration for Going in Raw? Sid. Like, is there? Well, let's let's go with somebody that's active now. Like historically, I would say. Baron Corbin, I can't stand Happy Corbin right now. Cannot. Stand I can't. Him. I can't stand him. Let's go out. Let's say I'll put it this way, realistically. Like I can't. So it can't be a WWE. And I don't even know. Is it like? Do you think Impact would Impact would probably be okay? Or, I mean, I'm sorry, Impact. Uh, AEW. Oh, maybe yeah, yeah. Because I mean, they are, they just have their own shops. So non WWE. Because I would go with Gallus. I already made my own Gallus shirt. I already did that. Yeah. It's done. Well, you said non WB. 
No, no, I know, but I'm saying let's find somebody else. Oh, all right. Because that is my WWE answer is Gallus. Hmm. I feel like there's an obvious answer. I'm just there is an obvious answer. It. I don't know what it is. Yano. I mean, I. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's really good. Uh, Zoe Jeremy says King Balor has a nice ring to it. In all honesty, King. But yeah, I could see that. Oh, LP. LP already has really cool yeah. like merch though. His stuff is really good. Dan Housen would be fun. He also has really cool stuff. He does. Uh, I told you this. There's a, a guitar pedals company that's coming out, uh, I believe, on Halloween with a Dan Housen guitar pedal. Fuzz Housen. That's really cool, yeah. It's super cool, yeah. Oh, yeah, Chugs. If we could somehow, some way, get a collab with the Chugs. Yes. With Adam Cole. That'd be great. That'd, That'd be, be great. sick. He kind of needs it, too. Like, I'm surprised that his logo shirt oh did your shirt ship yes nice so did mine um i'm surprised that the logo they use for his tron i like better than the shirt that they gave him when he showed yeah. up although the logo for his tron is is very like uh that what late 70s early 80s flash gordon movie that's all i yeah. think about when i see it <laughs> all right he's a very he's, he's i could see him as a flash gordon i could see him as flash gordon i don't know anything about flash gordon beyond like he's just a really handsome guy in the future yeah but i could see adam cole as a handsome guy in the future yeah i could see that i mean is it is, is he there's some whimsy about him like is he like a clever guy too yeah, well the movie i saw no <laughs> flash gordon is pretty boring in the movie <laughs> if i remember correctly it's been a number of years since i've seen it <laughs> yeah there's no, there's no, there's no one-liners or anything like that. Gary MacArthur, get out of here with that. You're terrible. <laughs> Flash yeah, Gordon that's played right. for the Jets. Yep, football player. Okay, yeah. Well, well, our our update, our reboot with Adam Cole is going to be a lot more charismatic. Yeah, his backstory. He's a variety yeah. streamer. <laughs> exactly. That's good. That's all good stuff. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Fruit the Loop says, "Let's say AEW had a brand split. All right. First off, would Rampage need a second hour for this to work? Yes. No, one hour wrestling is fine for any company. Then each of you pick a brand and draft a roster of talent. That's too much work. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. that's too many. That's a lot. All right." Uh, you take you take uh, uh, dynamite. I'll take rampage. Top three picks. Let's just do that. What's your first pick, Steve? I'll give you first pick. We'll do it snake style. So you get one. I get two, three, so on and so forth. I get first pick. Sure, really? I'll give you first pick. Yeah. You know what's all about the boom? Oh, Adam Cole. Okay, I'll take Adam. I get flat, but I'm gonna rename him Adam Flash Cole. Oh, there you go. I'll take uh, from the future. <laughs> I'll take I'll take Hangman Page. Hey, good news. What? I went, I looked at my PS5, and all the classics are there. Nice. nice. For all the all the 2K19 Good. characters. Rawgate Mutant's there. Chill Roman's Perfect. there. Perfect. Good stuff. Uh, I'll take Paige. Hangman Paige. Yeah, Paige. And then... And then... Hmm... 
Jade Cargill. I got Britt Baker. You get one more pick, too. Young Bucks. Lucha Brothers. There we go. First three picks for each of us. Good. I win. Uh, oh, well, my phone. <laughs> uh, David Matuszek. If the Stanley Cup playoffs fall on Rampage's time slot, where do you think Ram- I would assume that between now and oh, I guess maybe he's saying this because it's a possibility. Uh, that no, uh, and- because by the time the Stanley Cup Finals happened, Dynamite. Oh, is, is, uh, sorry, is he asked about Rampage. The play, yeah, the playoffs though. That's a possibility, the- I guess. Yeah, because because Rampage is staying on TNT. It's only Dynamite um, that's moving to TBS. Did they? What happened before it was preempted? Oh, they just moved the day. Yeah, I think they would probably just move the day. Yeah, probably. And yeah, I don't I know. I think. Could. I think. I wonder if they're only having games on certain nights on TNT because I think the NHL signed TV deals with like multiple networks, so it would depend on the on the day. Yeah, I don't know. Right. If Friday nights is one of them. Yeah. Oh, Jupiter Vision rating oh, us for the party so of seven. Thank you very thank much. You. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> you along him, he says, you just handed Steve primetime dynamite and he immediately NXT 2.0s it with Adam Flashbowl. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry. Did I say, I meant his name would be Adam Flash Boom. There you go. He'd Better. be Adam Boom. <laughs> uh, specificity is dead. This is a good question. Would Rampage get better ratings if it was the hour before SmackDown rather than after if it was on at 7 p.m. Eastern? I think so, but I don't know if TNT, what movie they have to run for the, you know, 10,000th time is playing there. Yeah. Don't know. Don't know. Or if there's some syndicated show on at 7 o'clock on TNT. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would be at. Before Pacific, but it'd be 7 Eastern. But it would would run here at 7. I don't think the real shit starts until. Like the real stuff doesn't start until uh, like eight. I think that's when prime like, time proper. Yeah, there's probably an advertiser demo sweet spot that starts at eight. Well, yeah, prime time yeah. obviously is what it is. But yeah. like the advertisers' money is probably worth more after eight o'clock. Is that probably the that situation could there. Could be. That's what I'm thinking. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's gonna do it for us today. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Twitch chat, stick around. Of course, we're gonna review a SmackDown also. Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, that should be fun. Oh, hey, this Sunday, this Sunday, you, me, and Dan, the original going in raw trio, we got together and had a little uh, catch up. Yep, uh, had some good conversation yeah, about good wrestling good and other stuff. So, yeah. uh, check that out this Sunday up at the channel, YouTube, and of course on the podcast apps everywhere. Yes, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. 
or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.